0: Welcome to the One-Year Journey Through the Holy Bible. Let's pray to the Holy Spirit to open our minds and hearts to understand and live the Word of God. Holy Spirit, come into my mind, my spirit, and my heart, so that as I read your word, let me understand, know, and love you better. Bless me to be a faithful disciple to apply your word to my life. Make me a light shining upon all those who are in darkness. As I read the word of God, enlighten my mind and enkindle my heart with a deeper love for you and people around me. Amen. Today we'll be reading Genesis chapter 21, 22, and 23. Chapter 21, the birth of Isaac. The Lord took note of Sarah, and as he had said he would, the Lord did for her as he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore Abraham a son at his old age, at the set time that God had stated. Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son, to whom Sarah bore him. When his son Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him as God had commanded. Abraham was one hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah then said, God has given me a cause to laugh. To all who hear will laugh with me. Who would ever have told Abraham, she added, that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned, and Abraham held a great banquet on the day of the child's weaning. Sarah noticed that the son whom Hagar the Egyptian had borne to Abraham playing with her son Isaac. So she demanded of Abraham, drive out that slave and her son. No son of that slave is going to share the inheritance of my son Isaac. Abraham was greatly distressed because it concerned a son of his. But God said to Abraham, Do not let do not be distressed about the boy or about your slave woman. Obey Sarah, no matter what she asks you, for it is through Isaac that descendants will bear your name. As for the son of the slave woman, I will make a nation out of him too, since he too is your offspring early the next morning Abraham got some bread and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar then placing the child in her back, he sent her away as she roamed aimlessly in the wilderness of Beersheba the water in the skin was used up so she put the child down under one of the bushes and went and sat down opposite of him and about a bow shot away for she said to herself I can't watch this child die as she sat opposite to him she wept out loud God heard the boy's voice, and God's angel called Hagar from heaven, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not fear. God has heard the boy's voice in this plight of his. Get up, lift up the boy, and hold him by hand, for I will make him a great nation. Then God opened his up then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. She went and filled the skin with water and then let the boy drink. He lived in the wilderness of Paran, his mother got a wife for him from the land of Egypt. The Covenant at Beersheba At that time Abimelech, accompanied by Pikul, commander of his army, said to him, God is with you in everything you do, so now swear to me by God as at this place that you will not deal falsely with me or with my progeny and prosperity, but will act as loyally towards me and the land in which you reside as I have acted towards you. Abraham replied, I so swear. Abraham, however, reproached Abimelech about a well that Abimelech's servant had seized by force. I had no idea who did that, Abimelech replied. In fact, you never told me about it, nor did I ever hear of it until now. Then Abraham took sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech and the two made a covenant. Abraham also set apart seven ewe lambs of the flock, and Abimelech asked him, What is the purpose of these seven ewe lambs that you have set apart? Abraham answered, The seven ewe lambs you shall accept from me, that you may be my witness that I dug this well. This is why the place is called Beersheba. The two of them took an oath there. When they had thus made the covenant in Beersheba, Abimelech, along with Pitkel, of the commander of his army left to return to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk at Beersheba, and then he invoked by name the Lord God the Eternal. Abraham resided in the land for the Philistines for a very long time. Chapter 22 The Testing of Abraham some time afterward, God put Abraham to the test, and He said to him, "Abraham, here I am." He replied. Then God said, "Take your son Isaac, your only one whom you love, and go up to the land of Moriah. There, offer him as a burnt offering on one of the heights that I will point out to you." Early the next morning, Abraham saddled his donkey, two with him, two of his two of his servants, and his son Isaac, and after cutting the wood for the burnt offering, set out for the place in which the Lord God had told him to go. On the third day, Abraham caught sight of the place from a distance. Abraham said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey while the boy and I go over there. We will worship and then come back to you. So Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac, while he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two walked on together, Isaac spoke to his father. Father, he said, here I am, he replied. Isaac continued, here's the fire and the wood, but where's the sheep for the burnt offering? My son, Abraham answered, God will provide the sheep for the burnt offering. The two then walked on together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. Next he bound his son Isaac on top of the wood of the altar. Then Abraham reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he answered. Don't lay your hand on the boy, said the angel. Don't do the least thing to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you did not withhold from me your son, your only one. Abraham looked and saw a single ram caught by its horns in the thicket. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering in the place of his son. Abraham named that place yehoah Yireh. Hence, people today say, On the mountain the Lord will provide. The second time the angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven and said, I swear by my very self, oracle of the Lord, that because you acted as you did not withholding your son from me, your only one, I will bless you and make your descendants as countless as the stars of the sky and the sands of the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the gates of their enemies, and in your descendants all the nations of the earth will find blessing, because you have obeyed my commandments. Abraham then returned to his servants. And they set out together for Beersheba, where Abraham lived. Nahor's Descendants Sometime afterward the news came to Abraham, Milka, too, has borne sons to your brother Nahor, Uz, his firstborn, his brother Booz, Camel, the father of Aram, Chazid, Hazel, Phildash, Jilpa, and Bethul. Betul became the father of Rebekah. These eight Milka bore to Nahor. Abraham's wife, Abraham's brother. His concubine, whose name was Ramuah, also bore him children, Teba, Gaham, Tahash, and Makkah. Chapter 23. The Purchase of a Burial Lot This van of Sarah's life was 127 years. She died in Kirat Arba, now Hebron, in the land of Canaan, and Abraham proceeded to mourn and weep for her. Then he left the side of his deceased wife and addressed the Hittites. Although I am a resident alien among you, sell me from your holdings a burial place that I may bury my deceased wife. The Hittites answered Abraham, Please, sir, listen to us. You are a mighty leader among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of our burial sites. None of us would deny you his burial ground for the burial of your dead. Abraham, however, proceeded to bow low before the people of the land, the Hittites, and said, If you allow me room for burial of my dead, listen to me. Intercede for me with Ephron, son of Zohar, so that he will send me the cave of Machpelah as he owns. It is the edge of his field. Let him sell it to me in your presence at its full price for a burial place. Now Ephron was sitting with the Hittites, so Ephron the Hittite replied to Abraham in hearing of the Hittites, all who entered the gate of the city, Please, sir, listen to me. I give you both of the field and the cave in it. In the presence of my people, I give it to you. Bury your dead. But Abraham, after bowing low before the people of the land, addressed to Ephron in the hearing of these men, If you would only please listen to me. I will pay you the price of the field. Accept it for me that I may bury my dead there. Ephron responded to Abraham, Please, sir, listen to me. A piece of of land worth four hundred shekels of silver. What is that between you and me? Bury your dead. Abraham accepted Ephron's terms. He weighed out to them the silver that Ephron had stipulated in hearing of the Hittites. Four hundred shekels of silver. At the current market value. Thus, Ephron's field in Machpelah facing Mamre, together with its field and all the trees anywhere within its limits, were conveyed to Abraham by purchase of the presence of the Hittites, all who entered the gate of Ephron's city. After this, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave of the field of Machpelah facing Mamre, now Hebron in the land of Canaan. Thus the field, with its cave, was transferred from Hittites to Abraham as a burial place. Chapter 23 Isaac and Rebekah Abraham was old, having seen many days, and the Lord God had blessed him in every way. Abraham said to the senior servant of his household, who had put charge over all of his possessions, Put your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I live, but that you will go to my own land and my relatives to get a wife for my son Isaac. The servants asked him, What if the woman is unwilling to follow me due to this, to this land? Should I then take your son back to the land of which he came from? Abraham told him, Never take my son back there for any reason. The Lord, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and the land of my relatives, and who confirmed by oath the promise he made me, I will give this land to your descendants. He will send his angel before you, and you will get a wife for my son there. If the woman is unwilling to follow you, you will be released from this oath to me, but never take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of his master Abraham, and swore to him concerning this matter. The servant then took ten of his master's camels, and bearing all kinds of gifts from his master, he made his way to the city of Nahor in Aram Nahariah. Near evening, at the time when women go out to draw water, he made the camels kneel by the will outside the city. Then he said to the Lord, Lord God of my master Abraham, let it turn out favorably for me today, and thus deal graciously with my master Abraham. While I stand here at the spring, and the daughters of the townspeople are coming out to draw water, if I say to a young woman, Please lower your drug that I may drink, and she answers, Drink, then I will water your camels too. And she is the one whom you have decided upon for your servant Isaac. In this way, I will know that you have dealt graciously with my master. He had scarcely finished speaking when Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Abraham's brother, Nahor came out with the jug on her shoulder. The young woman was very beautiful, a virgin untouched by man. She went down to the spring and filled her jug. As she came up, the servant ran towards her and said, Please give me a sip of water from your jug. "'Drink, sir,' she replied, and quickly lowering the jug into her hand, she gave him a drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, "'I will draw water for your camels, too, until they have finished drinking.' With that, she quickly emptied her jug into the drinking throw and and ran back to the well to draw more water until she had drawn enough for all the camels. The man watched her the whole time, silently waiting to learn whether or not the Lord had made a successful journey." When the camels had finished drinking, the man took out a gold nose ring weighing half a shekel and two gold bracelets weighing ten shekels for her wrists. Then he asked her, Whose daughter are you? Tell me, please. Is there a place in your father's house for us to spend the night? She answered, I am the daughter of Bethul, son of Milka, whom she bore to Nahor. We have plenty of straw and fodder, she answered, and there's also a place for you to spend the night. A man knelt and bowed down to the Lord, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who has not let this, not let his kindness and fidelity towards my master fail. As for me, the Lord has led me straight to the house of my master's brother. Then the young woman ran off and told her mother's household what had happened. Now Rebekah had a brother named Laban. Laban rushed outside to the man at the spring. When he saw the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms, and when he heard Rebecca repeating what the man had said to her, he went to him while standing by the camels at the spring. He said, Come, blessed be the Lord, why are you standing outside when I have made the house ready, as well as the place for the camels? The man then went inside, and while the camels were being unloaded and provided with straw and fodder, water was brought to bathe his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. But the food was set out before him, and he said, "'I will not eat until I have told my story.' "'Go ahead,' they replied. "'I am Abraham's servant,' he replied. "'The Lord has blessed my master so abundantly "'that he has become wealthy. "'He has given him flocks and herds, "'silver and gold, male and female servants, "'and camels and donkeys. "'My master's wife, Sarah, bore him a son "'to my master in my old age, "'and he has given him everything he owns.' My master put me under an oath, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son, from the daughters of the Canaanites in whom I live. Instead, you must go to my father's house, to my own family, to get a wife for my son. When I asked my master, What what if the woman will not follow me? He replied, The Lord, in whose presence I have always walked, will send his angel with you and make your journey successful, so that you will get a wife for my son, from my own family, and my father's house. Then you'll be freed from my curse if you go to my family and they refuse you then too you'll be free from my curse when i came to the spring today i said lord god and my master abraham please make successful the journey i'm on while i stand here at the spring if i say to a young woman who comes to draw water please give me a little water for your job and she answers drink and i will drink the water draw the water for your camels too then she is the woman whom the lord has decided upon for my master's son i scarcely finished saying this to myself when rebecca came out with the jug on her shoulder after she went down to the spring and drew water i said to her please let me have a drink she quickly lowered her jug while she was carrying and said drink and i will i will water your camels too so i drank and she watered the camels too when i asked her whose daughter are you she answered the daughter of Bethel, son of Nahor, born to Nahor by Milcah. So I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her wrists. Then I knelt down and bowed down to the Lord God, blessing the Lord God of my master Abraham, who had led me to the right road to obtain the daughter of my master's kinsman for his son. Now if you will act with kindness and fidelity towards my master, let me know. But if not, let me know according to that too. I can then proceed accordingly. Laban and Bethuel said in reply, This thing comes from the Lord. We can say nothing to you either for or against it. Here is Rebekah right in front of you. Take her and go, that she may become the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has said. When Abraham's servant heard their answer, he bowed down to the ground before the Lord. Then he brought out objects of silver and gold and clothing, and presented them to Rebekah. He also gave costly presents for her brother and mother. Then he and the men with them had eaten and drunk. They spent the night there. When they got up the next morning, he said, Allow me to return to my master. Her brother and mother replied, Let the young woman stay with us for a short while, say ten days, after that she may go. Then he said to them, Do not detain me, now the Lord has made my journey successful. Let me go back to my master. They answered, Let us call the young woman and see what she herself says about it. So they called Rebekah and said, Will you go with this man? She answered, I will. At this they sent off their sister Rebekah and her nurse with Abraham's servant and his men. They blessed Rebekah and said, Sister, may you grow into thousands of myrids, and may your descendants gain possession in the the gates of their enemies. Then Rebekah and her attendants started out, and they mounted the camels and followed the men. So the servant took Rebekah and went on his way. Meanwhile, Isaac had got from Ber-she- al Roy and was living in the region of Negev. One day, toward evening, he went out to walk in the field and caught sight of camels approaching. Rebekah, too, caught sight of Isaac and got down from her camel. She asked the servant, Who is the man over there walking through the fields towards us? That is my master, replied the servant. Then she took off her veil and covered herself. She took her veil and covered herself. The servant recounted to Isaac all the things that had happened. Then Isaac brought Rebecca into the tent of his mother Sarah. He took Rebecca as his wife. Isaac loved her and found solace after the death of his mother.